Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Great to catch up with my next guest. It's been a while because it's been a while since we've had live sports and really good gambling angles to sink our teeth into. But the, the clouds appear to be lifting, at least for now, along that front. So joining me right now is someone who, who throughout Normally, throughout the, the regularly sports being played part of the calendar is a, is a weekly guest, and we'll start to uh, mix him in more as the sports approach. Uh, pregame.com, two-time Super Contest winner, one of the best to do it. Steve Fezzik joining me on the program. Fez, it is absolutely great to talk to you. How are you doing, my friend? I am good. I have the secret to golf. Sean, if only I knew all I had to do was drink protein shakes constantly and lift weights and I could make it on the PGA Tour, I would have done it years ago. Yeah, that's it. DeChambeau, that's all, that's all you got to do, man, is just get bulked up and, and get, get all ripped, and you're, you're good to go. You can hit it long and straight. Hey, Fez, before we, before we get into some of the, you know, the actual on-field team-type sports, um, did you take a side in the hot dog eating contest yesterday? Because I handicapped the hell out of that thing on my local show on, on, uh, on Thursday. I made modest bets on the overs just because they moved the venue inside and everything yep. I heard on podcasts and the like was that competitive eaters don't like high heat and humidity, and that's all we'd seen for years. So it translated into Joey and Miko. Mickey, Miko? Me, uh, Mickey, Mickey um, Sudo. Yeah, Mickey Sudo consuming way, way more hot dogs than they ever have before. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's that's exactly my handicap. Because Fez, as you know, I've been a judge for the hot dog eating contest, and I know firsthand how ridiculously hot and humid it is down in that pit. So I I was able to uh, you, you'd have been proud of me. I was able to apply some of my firsthand knowledge of the sport to be able to make a a nice profit yesterday. You know, what's amazing to me though is like Sudo is so dominant. She would have finished second in the men's competition, right. and she lapped the women's field. And it makes you wonder. Is this really a sport where there's only one competitor that's all in in terms of preparation? Yeah, I, you know, and, and does it affect the popularity of it at all? And yet, I say the popularity of it like we're sitting watching every week. It's really just a one-event thing when it comes to people tuning in, and it's an event that's just genius, geniusly marketed. But, yeah, thank God for wagering because at least that added some excitement of it because the winner of it certainly didn't provide a ton of excitement. So, Fez, we... We've got, uh, we've got actual sports coming up on the horizon, we hope. And I want to start with, with baseball, where, you know, now it's a 60-game season. So it is really strange to see these season total bets, you know, for the, for the Astros, for example, at 34 and a half wins. 
Um, I, I'm sure that you've looked at the nuances of how this season could play out from a handicapping perspective. Give us some insight. What, how, how, how do betters go about finding some, finding some soft spots out there when looking at some of these season win totals? Well, I went ahead and put in the season win averages for the East, the Central, and the West, because all of them have to average to 30 mathematically, because the East is playing the East, the West is playing the West. So you can't say the West is better than the Central because the West doesn't get to play the Central. And as it turns out, Sean, the Central teams average below 30, and the East and the West average above 30. Now, it's only by at most half a game, but that's a big half a game. So if you're looking to play season win bets, and that's how the pros love to attack the MLB and, frankly, all the sports in terms of futures betting, I would look to play select East and West teams under and Central teams over. Interesting. Are there, are there any, in your mind, Fez, are there any certain types of teams or even if you have specific teams that you've looked at, where this shortened schedule might favor them more than, say, a 162-game schedule would? You know, I've heard quite a debate about how important the bullpen is, and at first I completely disagreed with it because, hey, if the, game, if the season was 200 games long, having a really deep bullpen would be an, a major advantage. So how can a 60-game uh, season, can a, major, can a deep bullpen help you as well? But it's the condensed uh, aspect of this season where there's so few days off that it really will help for you to have depth. So I can go ahead and buy into that argument. I think, Sean, this is really more about information. Just be ready. Keep following some of these players that are looking to opt out. And the second that Mike Trout says he's not playing, I already play the Angels under 31 and a half wins. And a guy like that makes a difference by three wins in the schedule. And if you're ready to go ahead and pull the trigger when news is breaking, I think you're going to have some great bets in MLB this year. Yeah, it's almost like if you feel it's a 50-50 chance he's going to play, then you may as well just fire on the under because that's kind of what you're betting on at that point, right? Yeah, the ultimate free roll. I either have an average bet or I have a great bet. And I think 50-50 might be a little bit pushing. I think it's a little more likely he'll play than not play. But certainly there's at least a one-third chance he's going to opt out. And even if yeah, he plays, he's... he'll miss some games, I think. Yeah, he seems to be the biggest name that's at least toying with the idea right now. We're talking to Steve Fezzik of pregame.com. All right, let's shift to basketball, Fez, which is – this is wild. I mean, you know, baseball, it's one thing because – it's a shorter season, but at least it's somewhat conventional in that, hey, they're going back to spring training and they're going to play a regular season and then a postseason that's the same size as the normal postseason would be. Basketball, the postseason is the same size as it would normally be, but they've plunked down a three-and-a-half-month bomb in the middle of the season and they're going to play eight regular season games leading up to it. I guess, first and foremost, especially for teams that are battling to try to get into the playoffs or at least into that play-in series that they're talking about having – have you looked at the schedule to see if there's any winners from, from how this thing lays out? Yeah, I did. I went ahead and took the eight games everybody played and calculated my strength of schedule. I don't care what your opponent's win-loss record is. I care about how good are they right now. By example, New Orleans has a much worse record than Utah, but New Orleans is better than Utah right now. So based upon my power ratings, New Orleans by a mile has the very easiest schedule so I could easily see New Orleans clawing their way into the playoffs. Portland, by example, has the third hardest schedule. So a team like Portland, where Damon Lillard has already said, hey, I don't really want to go there unless we have a legit chance to make the playoffs, I could see them becoming disinterested rather quickly with the schedule they got dealt. 
how how has the hiatus affected handicapping for you at least how, handicapping the chances of certain teams you know winning a conference maybe even winning a title I think of a team like Houston that had kind of changed its whole team right before the pandemic hit and now all of a sudden they get a, they, it's like they get another training camp all over again to to watch film and work some kinks out does it affect things at all or is the chalk still the chalk with you right now well Vegas says very little has changed the Lakers were the number one pick plus 240 back in March, and then we saw Milwaukee plus 270, and the Clippers plus 320. And nothing has changed. Those odds are virtually the same today as they were back in March. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Without any home court advantage, and with some of these underdogs getting a chance to practice and get their moving parts, especially the teams that got, had a whole new group of moving parts coming in like Houston, that should certainly benefit them a second training camp. I guess you could make the case, though, that both the Lakers and the Clippers would qualify, especially the Clippers with the changes they've made with their team throughout the year. Without the home court, though, the underdogs definitely you would think would have a little more of a chance, and maybe Boston at 16-1 to 1 is worth a look. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Fez, to the NFL. Right about this time last week, news broke that Cam Newton was signing with the New England Patriots. We'll wait and see how healthy Cam is, wait and see what he looks like once training camp gets going. But how big an upgrade, at least right now, is that for the New England Patriots at the quarterback position in terms of wagering on them? Yeah, so in the long term, Sean, so by, I would think, October, it's a three-point upgrade. I've got Cam Newton... I don't have him rated very highly. I have my 25th best quarterback, but I have Stidham, my 38th best quarterback. So because of that, it is a big upgrade. Now, it's going to take some time for Cam to get up to speed and learn the system. So this may well not be the case week one, but I certainly think New England's going to be a lot better. And I got to call out some people in the media because I've heard him listed as a top 10 quarterback. And if anyone in the media really felt that, Well, they should be flying to Vegas today and betting New England over nine wins because New England's over-under was eight and a half to nine before this news. So if you really feel Cam's a top-ten quarterback and Stidham's the worst quarterback in the league, then you think it's an even bigger upgrade. I still think, actually, it's a good bet going over nine wins. Well, that's, it's interesting because, you know, 25th – let's see, I look at that, and when you say he's your 25th-rated quarterback, and I don't blink at it too much because Cam, you know, since getting injured in 2018, he's, you know, he's lost his last eight starts. He only played two games last year. He's got to be a little bit rusty, if nothing else. How much of health is baked into your ranking of him as the 25th? Is that just based on the eye test from when we saw him, or is that with the assumption that he's just not going to be the Cam Newton that we're used to because he's so banged up at this point in his career? Yeah, that that rating is based upon how I think he's going to do for the year, and Mm -hmm. it's a concern about the two injuries he had last year, obviously to start the year on the shoulder and to end 2019 on his foot. And then there's a concern that he – has taken so many hits, I wonder if during the year he's going to get all banged up again because he's, I mean, he's young, obviously, he's 31, but what we've seen in the past two seasons is that he has not fared well once um, the season has started, and that is indeed a concern. But as far as a ceiling, he could easily be uh, a top-ten guy. 
Steve Fezzik, one of the best to do it in the handicapping world. Pregame.com joins me on the program. Fez, before I let you go, I, I've thought about you and RJ and the guys quite a bit during the pandemic with the podcast, especially during football season, the dream podcast that you guys do to handicap both college and the NFL. You guys go into more depth than any podcast I listen to, and it's reasonable depth. Like, it's details that that I think a lot of people don't see. You guys pick up a lot of blind spots that maybe don't get worked into the equation by a lot of people who like to bet on games. And all I can think is, oh, my God, just when I thought maybe you guys had hit every angle possible with certain games and stuff like that, this pandemic hits. And, I mean, how many more angles does this add to the way you guys have to look at games this fall? Oh, it's a completely different animal. What was interesting, Sean, you were saying, hey, there's going to be a mad scramble of teams wanting to make the NBA playoffs asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Do they really want to make the playoffs? Well, they want to get paid their remaining salary. I got a question whether the Washington Wizards want to be there. Their number two leading scorer, Bertans, a three-point bomber, says, nah, I'll pass. And when you see that on a team that already doesn't play any defense and he's a big part of the offense, you got to wonder if the Wizards really have any desire to make the playoffs and get smashed um, by Orlando, or somehow by some miracle win two games, beat Orlando or Brooklyn, and then get destroyed by Milwaukee. So uh, I don't think that the motivation is going to be there for all the teams, and by identifying teams that don't want to be there, or maybe teams that are all in, even like the Lakers and Milwaukee, that may well say, you know what, these eight games, that's like summer league, we're just going to get our rotations right, we know we're going to be the one seeds, Let so maybe those are teams to bet against during the regular season, which in many ways can resemble an exhibition season for some of these teams that um, either have their seeds established or simply don't care. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com. Fez, appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you. My pleasure, Sean. You're the best. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.